Just a quick note to say that in a moment of rabid optimism, I have ordered some tickets to go to UK Games Expo, which has been rescheduled for Mar- uh, August, sorry, from April to August. And um, yeah, Deb is my wife's interested in coming along. So we're just going to go on the Saturday for a day. Um, have a wander around really see what that's all about I've never been to UK Games Expo I was a bit nudged but in my conversation recently with Steve Jackson who is planning to go fingers crossed so assuming that this horrendous lockdown ends by August um, that's where I'll be let's see uh, but you know gotta be optimistic right I'll see you there if you're going things he won't share with us the darkness in his brain the pleasure and the pain What's better left unknown Keep calling out to me I hear him think out loud To die the Only the brave shall come Open to page one My name is Che Webster And this is the Roleplay Rescue Dungeon Master's Diary. Hey, Che, Jason here. So, I don't have any good answers for you. I mean, if there's there's definitely nothing wrong with doing solo games and, you, you know, exploring by yourself. And definitely that can be a very rewarding experience. I, I almost wonder, though, with some of this thing, you want to go exploring, and I know you've, you've fought against this in the past. Fought may, might be the wrong word. But resisted, but it may be that being a player in a game like that, and I realize you have as a GM you like to be in control, but you know if you want to go explore, then go be a player and explore somebody's world and let somebody else do the heavy lifting, the GM part, and just explore. You know, I know you're a player in the um, Ultima play by post game that Chicago Wiz is doing, but just throwing that out there that you know one of these other genres. It might be an answer, or it might be it might help. Hey, Jason, thanks for another call in. Great to hear from you, man. Um, I don't know that resisted is quite what I would say is happening with me when it comes to being a player in a game. I think to be really clear, I'd be quite happy to play in games, uh, but there are two barriers. The first of those is finding someone who wants me to play in their game, and at the same time with that, you know, a time when I can play with them. And then the second thing is, which of the games that I'm running do you want me to give up? Because there is only so much time in my week. And frankly, in the last couple of weeks, I've been really solidly trying to get extra games in. I've managed that once, and that was in a holiday. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure I'm resisting getting into play, but I'm definitely prioritising GMing my games over playing in other people's games. Is that really wrong? I don't know. I know that it's more rewarding for me to GM, um, but then I'm probably the worst GM there is, so maybe you're right. Maybe I should hang up my hat and just go and play in someone else's game, if, of course, anyone would have me. I don't know, dude. I know that's not what you meant, but... I don't really know what else to say because being a player and being a GM in more than one game probably ain't happening anytime soon. Anyway, mate, thanks for the thought and a suggestion. 
<sighs> I don't know. What should I do during my time? Should I hang up my hat as a GM? It's Wednesday morning and yesterday was one of the most creative days I've had in a very long while. It was an amazing day, a really inspiring day. And um, there are two thoughts that I had on this. And the first is a simple one. It was the the realisation yesterday that I'd allowed myself in the interregnum, the period between seasons, where I took a break because I kind of ran out of energy. And um, by the way, that was not something I regret at all. That's something I need to do periodically. But when I took that break, I then allowed myself to fall into a trap. I have fallen into a few times over the years of believing that um, I felt uncreative at that point. You know, I kind of take a break. I feel tired. Yeah, fair enough. So I'm not going to feel hugely energetically creative for a while. So let that energy drop. That's fine. And then you start thinking, well, you know, when am I going to be creative again? And I fall into this trap of believing that if you wait long enough, inspiration will strike and you'll be able to move forward. And this is just not true. My experience is very different. And I always forget this when I'm in the middle of that down period. The truth is that it's the act of starting to create that inspires, that leads to inspiration, that leads to new ideas, that sparks stuff out. And that's what happened to me yesterday, this kind of rising tide of, of inspiration coming from the various things that I'm doing. So let's just look, talk about that. You know, I, I threw out an episode, um, episode 601, and I basically... Just threw together some uh, call-ins and got chatting a little bit, answered some of those and got something out. And the response to that was a couple of call-ins back, people going, yay. Um, But then, you know, there was this sort of driving thing going on as well. So I have a pile of interviews stacked up and because I'm at home, I was able to organize new ones. And I was lucky enough, really, really amazingly lucky enough to get interviews with Steve Jackson from Steve Jackson Games, and then yesterday, Sean Dr. Crom Punch from Steve Jackson Games. And those two things sparked further thoughts. So those conversations were really rich. You'll be able to hear them on the show. And if you haven't, you know, you should go and listen to them because I think they are some of the better interviews that I've done. But actually, they spark further ideas. And Alongside that is what's going on in my hobby. So that's what you're probably more interested in listening to. But, you know, this stuff is all bound up. Creativity is not in compartments. So I've been thinking a lot about where I'm at in my gaming. And, you know, I've been enjoying playtesting Dolmenwood. And I've been running Dungeons of Thal. And, of course, the school's gone into, you know, uh, Interregnum. So there's no way of being able to game with the kids right now. That The schools won't allow me to do an online game with them um, because of concerns over child protection and what have you um and i guess that's understandable but anyway the um <clears throat> practical shot is i kind of got to a point in my hobby where i've realized that uh you know i'm ready for something a bit more and yesterday i put out a call on um on the discord and i think i mentioned it of kind of like hey i want to learn more about gurps i want to dig into gurps does anyone want to come and play some games with me and help me learn how to play gurps and I was maybe expecting, actually, I think I was expecting no answer. I think I was expecting maybe one person would go, yeah, cool, you know. Uh, last night, there were five players who were really, really keen, possibly six. It depends a little bit on time zones. And there were two other people who can't play because right now it's not a good time. 
you know, there at time zoning when I want a game. Ideally for me, the game is on a Saturday night every other week about 7 p.m. UK time. And of course, not everyone can make that because of family commitments and other things. And that's absolutely fabulous. You know, it's a real good thing that they're wanting to spend time with their family. It's not a problem. But it was amazing to me. So if we add that up, we're looking at maybe eight people who are interested, which is more players and a single kind of thing um, than I had in many years. I mean, I, I know that Thal got to somewhere, if you count the school club, you get towards 20, 20, 21 people who were involved in that. And that's been great. But of course, that has then waned away a little bit. Um, and so has my energy for Thal, uh, because I think this is what I realise is I've got to a point in my hobby where I'm ready to become, um, I don't know, a little bit more brave. So I'm just going to say this because I again, I guess, I guess the realisation I had yesterday is that I've been not brave enough to like fully become a games master, fully become a kind of referee of a role playing game for quite a long while. I've been holding myself back. So I returned to really basic approaches to gaming, really you know, original kind of stuff, the dungeon crawl. And playing Dolmenwood recently, I've done a little bit of wilderness crawling. You know, we've done a little bit of hex crawling, which has been great. And I think for me, I've now got to the point where I realise that I need to spread my wings from that, that actually... You know, that isn't enough for me. Um, now, maybe this is a sort of a natural progression that everybody has to go through. But I'm going through it possibly for the second time, maybe even more than a second time. Because I'm realising that I've been through this loop of learning a game, running a sort of dungeon game, stretching a little bit into wilderness, and then I would bail on going further. I would kind of then change game and I've been perfecting if you like and becoming comfortable with I guess not perfecting is not the right word becoming comfortable with dungeon calls and learning a little bit more about how to do that kind of classic hex crawl um, and now is time for me to go further so alongside that there's this unwillingness I've had to leave the fantasy genre. I'm very hungry to leave fantasy behind and try some other kind of, for want of a better word, genres. I'm I'm not a fan of the concept of genre, as you're probably aware. But I'm I've been really unwilling to dive in because I don't feel like I am um, either skilled enough as a GM or knowledgeable enough. I think generally to do justice to those different genres. So the other game that I'm playing right now is Traveller upon Rollgate, and that's been great. And again, it's a science fiction game. But I am following, I'm, I'm playing a module basically from that, uh, although modules from back in the day with Traveller weren't as you would imagine them today. They weren't really um, kind of mini-adventure things per se. They were actually a set of situations. Anyway, 
where am I up to? What is going on? What, where, where am I coming from on this? Well, yesterday was incredibly creative. So I got going on a sort of a Discord-based Session Zero discussion with a bunch of players. And thanks to all of those guys, because it really was an amazing conversation. It is continuing to be an amazing conversation. And it really has sparked off so many ideas. Um, but alongside that, talking to Sean Punch, I was thinking about how to dig into GURPS. And, you know, the advice that's been given over and over and over when I read through GURPS is... Start with a relatively simple game. Do something, you know, without all the bells and whistles of magic and psionics and other stuff. Actually just play a really great straightforward game and learn how to play this. And then as you go, you know, you kind of stretch your wings. And so the model, if you like, is to set up a series of short adventures in different kind of uh, modes of play, if you like, different kind of genres, and um, take it from there. So I'm going to see how we go with this i'm going to try very hard to sort of pick up on what the players are interested in propose something if they're up for it maybe give them a couple of options i don't know but if they're up for one of those options then go and prepare an adventure in that in that world and run it and see where we get up to and then go from there and be open to the idea of doing a little bit of world hopping to start with not in a in a you know infinite worlds kind of way um but in a kind of actually let's play this game and see how that works and then let's play let's do some different characters in a different world and play this adventure you know and what i want to do i think underneath it is two things one is learn the game really get used to the game and embed the knowledge and the only way really to do that is by doing it and the second thing is to explore the possibilities because I think for a very long while I've allowed myself a very narrow kind of range of um, things that I'm willing to try. And um, I don't know, it's trying to shake that off. It's time to sort of stretch out and just see, well, what might be fun? And it might not be fun. Some of these games might end up being actually quite crappy, uh, something I didn't enjoy or the players didn't enjoy or whatever. But what can I create given these kind of different um, world ideas, you know? And um, that is exciting. That is is inspiring. That is, you know, really exciting to me. It's Thursday and it's been a good day actually so far. Um, I spent my time this morning uh, focused really on something I'm calling GURPS Adventures, which is this plan to run and play games of GURPS so that I can learn GURPS. Uh, in a sequence of adventures. And the first adventure that the guys um, involved in the Roleplay Rescue Discord have kind of asked me to do is a Monster Hunters game using GURPS Monster Hunters, the supplement for basic set, which kind of really is kind of pretty much high-octane, pulp, modern-day monster hunting. Think Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Think Supernatural, that kind of thing. And I'm putting together the first adventure um, in the coming days. The first step is to get characters together. So today I did a player briefing, a player proposal, I guess, which I've just uh, uploaded to the Discord and uh, shared with the players for Monster Hunters UK. And the key premise of this is that the this will be a kind of an origin story a bunch of disparate and very capable but disparate professional people will be traveling up in the um lake district era area of sorry of the um uk that's 
I'm kind of thinking in around the area of Kendall, I suppose, and um, they're staying at a hotel when something goes down. And that'll be the, the kind of awakening, if you like, the moment where they realise that the world is not as it should be and that monsters and the supernatural are real. So that's the premise. I hope the guys are going to go for that. Really excited about preparing it. If they can get some characters together over the weekend, I will start working on the adventure next week and we're looking to play May the 2nd. So, so up for this. Should be a good laugh. Game on. Friday, uh, 17th of April, the day before my 49th birthday. And um, I have to admit, I'm pretty tired. A uh, weird night of sleep. Anyway, I've been out for my exercise this morning, which was kind of cool. It's bright and sunny, so that's gorgeous. And I spent about an hour just checked in with work. We're back to school on Monday. Or I say back to school, what I mean is back to teaching remotely. And um, yeah, it was just good to catch up on all of the email and other things, you know, making sure lessons are ready for Monday and things. So it was kind of good, actually. Uh, I think I'm kind of psychologically going to be ready for that on Monday. So that'll be good. This morning, what I've been doing hobby-wise is thinking a little bit about uh, my learning GURP stuff. And obviously, the guys at Monster Hunter UK is uh, kind of off and running. The guys are going away to create characters. And I've given them a deadline till Monday to get a character to me for me to check over and approve. And if I get all the characters by Monday, and kind of gives them four days, um, with a weekend in there, which I'm hoping is good... Um, once those are in, I can then have a look at the characters and then from there I can build an adventure. And um, I don't really want to go building the adventure until I have uh, a bit of a better idea about the characters because part of what I want to do is make sure there are um, you know, challenges for each of the character niches. You know, Each kind of character template is a little bit of a niche in the Monster Hunter kind of genre. And I want to make sure that you know, I've got a lot of characters there, a lot of players, potentially six or seven, I think. It's going to be quite scary. Um, but actually, they have something to do. You know, there's at least one cool moment for each of those characters, um, hopefully more than that. So that is the plan. I'm going to leave the adventure planning until next week, which I'll do after work um, over the next... I've got about a fortnight, I think, till the game, so that should be okay. We um, also made the decision we're going to use or try and use Fancy Grounds uh, Unity, which is in beta right now, and which you know I've got an ultimate license for um, as a Kickstarter supporter, and um, that means the guys can download Fancy Grounds Unity, sign in as a trial account, and uh, they'll be able to connect to my game because they don't need to buy anything. And it looks like that the guys are pushing to use Discord for audio, but my experience with that recently has been that it's very flaky. I was just having a conversation last night with Bob Bianca, um, and he he was just breaking up like crazy. It was is absolutely rubbish, frankly. So, uh, uh, going to probably stick with Teamspeak because we've been using it. If we're going to use Fantasy Grounds on Teamspeak, that'll be the way to go. And I guess the one thing I just need to do today is set up a a sign-up for that on the Extraordinary Gamers site because, again, I've been using that to organise my games. Uh, what else? Okay, so this morning then, because I'm kind of waiting for four days, I thought, well, what's next? And um, the truth is there are there's sort of two kind of things I want to look at. One is the after-the-end um, treatment of post-apocalyptic gaming, but it just feels a little bit close to home for some reason today. Um so I uh, I thought I would look at the fantasy and I decided I do want to go back to the dungeon fantasy treatment um, because I'd like to convert some uh, Dungeons & Dragons stuff, especially a lot of the advanced Dungeons & Dragons 2nd edition stuff I've been kind of 
pulling out of my racks and collected one or two things to complete my set to be honest with you as well got some good deals on ebay so with that material i could run obviously ad and d second edition but what i at least want to do is use some of those ideas and one of the things i was talking to bob last night um before it all broke up and went horrible i was talking about this idea of taking a lot of the modules and campaign material i already own for dungeons and dragons from that era and converting that across you know adapting that across to GURPS and um i think that's been quite cool you know using Dungeons fantasy with with you know all of the added um material that i own i own everything for that so it won't be too big a deal to sort of start doing that and, and i was i mean personally i'm quite intrigued in two i mean i've got actually stuff for four worlds i've got mistara and hollow world which is related to that it's actually the inside of mistara but i also got dragonlance and i've got um stuff for greyhawk as well and it would obviously be very easy to do any of those i've been quite intrigued with mistara i have to say and um sort of Grand Duchy of Karamikos. I've got the stuff on the drawers of Rockholm. I've, I own everything for that digitally, but these are, these are printed bits. And I just thought it'd be kind of good to delve into that. And I might actually have a look at Night's Dark Terror because that is a reasonable introductory sort of scenario to Karamikos. And I might do a bit of a Dave Aldridge and hack it apart and reassemble it uh, to do something of my own as well while i'm in that process but it could be good to i think as bob and i were discussing kind of using a pre-built world i can run an adventure in that quite easily and if people like it again we could kind of roll that on and i've got a bit of a structure there the maps exist world places exist you know all that sort of stuff's there it gives people an easy handle on it and again i can nick ideas out of the various sort of second edition materials i have all of the various complete books for different classes they're, they're quite interesting there are some interesting vibes in there and ideas in there again it wouldn't be too hard to tweak some templates or maybe give a template a lens um which in GURPS is a way of taking a standard template and kind of giving it a focus that's a bit different, hence the word lens. Um, I could nick some lenses from the material, but equally I could create some. So that's kind of where I'm going with his thinking. And that kind of keeps me reasonably inspired, I have to say. Anyway, I'm going to be not gaming over this weekend. No game tonight, no game tomorrow night because it's my birthday. And so I'm going to chill out and spend some time with a wife. Uh, I hope to see you on the flip side of that. Game on. <laughs>